0: This is Aruna Krishnan. On this episode of Lead That Thing, I talk to Ralph Peterson, a management coach and best-selling author. Welcome everyone. Today on the show, I have Ralph Peterson. He's the owner and operator of a management development company that helps mission-driven organizations dramatically increase profitability, improve efficiency, and grow their companies by building five-star leadership teams. He's also a number one best-selling author, professional keynote speaker, a highly sought after management development coach, and master examiner with the American Healthcare Association. He has more than 20 years in the trenches of senior management, organizational development, and human resources in the long-term healthcare industry. Personally, he lives in New York City and is a retired U.S. Marine and an avid marathoner. He recently earned the title of iron man that's pretty amazing welcome to the show Ralph
1: thank you so much that's quite the bio
0: <laughs> right who wrote that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm really excited to learn about the management development side of things and as we had talked earlier what what really drew me to your approach was the analogy to animals and as we had said um I also have a feature in my upcoming book with animals. So definitely I was like, oh yeah, another person that talks about animals. That's cool. So I want to get more into that. And you talk about management development specifically. So tell us what that means to you. And then we can get into the different animals that you use as your tools.
1: Sure. So I'm I'm a management development coach. And what that means is, Management is a learnable skill, like anything else. The thing about management, though, is it is the one field above all fields that can really change the world. You can cure hunger. You can you can find new technologies, new medicines, develop new skills. You can you can literally move mountains, bridges, build cities, all with proper management. Management is the key to everything, and the. The unfortunate thing about management is for a very long time, it has, seen, it has been seen like as a, as a, and it's almost a reemergence of this, where it's seen with a disdain. Any position of authority is seen with disdain. And although I'm sure that there are a lot of times where managers get it wrong, mm-hmm. most managers simply haven't been trained how to be properly managed. And all that means is managing is about behavior so it's about managing that's why i use animals in my presentations why i use animals in my in my training is because we're just studying animal behavior because mm-hmm. we are animals
0: that's interesting yeah i mean even talking about behavioral aspects i think one thing that would make a good leader or a manager is uh, it starts with understanding your people whether it's your customers or the people that are working under you and that's that's so important right that's a good. That's a skill. That's essential.
1: Having a bunch of different approaches, yeah. understanding that everybody is motivated differently, not right. just individual people, but different times. Right.
0: It's different read the room. Times. Right. Emotionally. It's read the room. Yeah. Exactly. And if you get
1: the read wrong, read it again.
0: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. And then uh, regarding the leader and managers, like my my perspective is, they are different. You know, and and they both have a purpose, and you need leaders and managers, like, to be successful, whether it's a company or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, so let's get into the animal side of it. The um, I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued by this. So there are three animals that we were going to discuss today: the elephant, the giraffe, and the whale. So tell me, how do you use the elephant in your training?
1: So the elephant. There's a there's a great parable about elephants and and people use it at offhand, whereas there's always an elephant in the room. You've heard that there's mm-hmm. an elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. The whole point behind that turn of phrase, there's an elephant in the room, is because that means there's something that is humongous that everybody can see and everybody is intentionally trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Right? You walk into a room and you you like there's like a big conversation that has to happen, and nobody everybody's doing everything other than having. The conversation that's that's people not addressing the elephant in the room the truth is in management probably in a lot of fields but especially in management there is always an elephant in the room mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. as a matter of fact it's hard to get away from it's hard to address every single thing all the time and so you literally start ending up collecting elephants you start collecting these big things that you're gonna have to address could you imagine being in a tiny office with an elephant and not paying attention to it, I mean, you'd be scared out of your mind, right? You'd be right. like, "I'm not taking my eyes off of this elephant." For he turns around, I'm dead, right? Because it just right. Elephants can't see their feet. I don't know if you know this, but right. elephants are—they <clears throat> can't see what they're stepping on, and um, so that's always fun. I have an elephant in every room in my house, every in my office, <laughs> bathroom, kitchen. You mean a toy
0: elephant, right?
1: I-, I do. Yeah, I have an <laughs> elephant everywhere because it's for me it is a great reminder that there's always something i'm avoiding and mm-hmm. the the more i it's the more it's front and center for me the more likely i'm going to take care of it and the more i take care of elephants the more elephants take care of me mm. there's nothing worse than getting blindsided by something that you've known forever you should have been taken care of
0: yeah
1: and so you that, didn't yeah
0: so that reminds me of like being self-aware and just being aware of your surroundings, because that's another thing, right? Tune into, tune into the present and see what's happening so that you can be more effective.
1: The, the thing that I try to get across the most when I'm talking about elephants is how dangerous they are to avoid.
0: Mm.
1: It's dangerous. And in management, it's dangerous to avoid situations you should not be avoiding.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's super easy to put it off. It's super yeah. easy to put it off, okay. but it's dangerous. So put it off, but at your own peril. Right, right. Makes sense. Very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, So let's move on to the giraffe. Oh, the
1: giraffe.
0: mm -hmm. How do you use the giraffe?
1: Well, giraffes are fantastic. I have one here. See my little giraffe. Isn't he cute?
0: Yes, he is cute.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Giraffes. Giraffes are amazing creatures. And there's so many things to talk about a giraffe there's so many things. What I like to talk about on a real level with managers is I'm trying to talk about how important it is to get staff up and running quickly. And so I use the the analogy of a giraffe. The first thing a giraffe, a mother giraffe does to their baby is they kick it. So as soon as a baby giraffe is born, the mother giraffe kicks the baby. Mm -hmm. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, it doesn't snuggle it. It doesn't kiss it. It doesn't say welcome to the world. It doesn't keep it warm. It doesn't feed it. Right. It kicks it. And the reason is because the mother giraffe knows that if it doesn't get the baby giraffe up on its feet quickly, Mm
0: -hmm. it could
1: could get Mm -hmm. eaten by a lion. And Mm -hmm. in work, that is exactly what happens to staff. Too many times we have a brand new employee. and You know what we want to do? We want to take it easy on them. Mm -hmm. We want to go slow with them. We don't want to overwhelm them. We Mm -hmm. want to, we're going to, you know, walk them through the job process piece by piece, slowly by and slowly. Mm -hmm. And what happens is all the other staff members who are, by the way, lions, every one of them hate the new person. They all can't (laughs) believe this new person's there. Right. And if the new person is not at the speed quickly, the giraffe, I mean, the lions will want to eat it. Right. And I don't know if you've had this happen. I've had it happen far too many times where I've had a new person start at seven o'clock in the morning and then they take break at nine and they never come back because the lions got them
0: Oh no! because they,
1: because they made it super uncomfortable for them to work because they were not tra- trained quickly. They yeah. were not held to a high standard quickly by the manager. Right. Like I was giving them slack and that slack was putting them in harm's way. So it's never a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. never a good thing to do. The other thing I would say about giraffes, I don't know if you know this, but giraffes have the largest heart of all the all mammals. I didn't know that. Yeah, the largest of all the mammals, Mm -hmm. giraffe has the largest heart. And that's super indicative to the height of their head, because the heart has to, of course, pump blood all the way to their brain. And in order to get there, it has to have a huge heart. But then when you have that big of a heart and you're able to pump blood that high into the air, it gives you amazing sight. Mm. It gives you an amazing view. And so when we're talking about management, we're talking about leadership, you have to have huge heart so that you can see mm-hmm. past all the BS, all the rubble, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the things that are going on, and really have a clear vision. Rise up above. Take a step back and assess everything that's going on and and look at it with empathy look at it with mm-hmm. through a big heart and mm-hmm. and again even though uh you know you can earn a big heart as a human being but it's not it's not uh it's not good because you can get a big heart by doing bad things drinking smoking right. drugs all those things enlarge your heart don't don't do right. that i mean more metaphorically
0: right right
1: <laughs> you can you can grow your heart you can grow your awareness you can mm-hmm. you can be more empathetic you can See further than yeah. what is initially being shown to you, all you right. have to do is right. pay attention a little more, mm-hmm. look a little deeper, right, big, big hearts, yeah giraffes yeah.
0: Hmm. they're That's amazing cool. animals, yeah right, yeah, they are, and uh, amazing animals so one thing when you were talking that I picked up was yeah the, and this is very important to me in any kind of position that I'm in is it works best for me, like even when I'm not in a manager or leader position is empowerment, right? Or or, or when I am in, in a manager leader position, then empowering the people that that uh, I'm working with because that helps them to, number one, learn themselves, grow themselves, challenge themselves, putting them in that situation. So um, going back to the giraffe kicking the, the kid, of course, I'm not kicking anyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: little different in the human world but kicking in the sense of like yeah here you go here's and and i'm you know basically understanding that person and understanding like that they want to grow giving them those challenges and just being there to support them right and uh i think uh that type of leadership is something i appreciate for myself and that's the type of leadership and management that i try to provide the people that i work with so so that's great and um we find an animal that we wanted to talk about was the whale. So- the
1: whale. Let me just mm-hmm. touch on what you were just saying about empowering, though. I think mm-hmm. that you're absolutely right that empowering employees is super key. It's super great. Like it could you imagine what it feels like to be empowered? What it means to be empowered, it means you take ownership, it means you take pride, mm-hmm. it means you work a little harder, it means you care a little more. Right? It, it is a fantastic thing. But I'm gonna tell you why most not most. I'll tell you why some managers struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Some managers struggle with it because of a rule called set higher, seven tire fives. And the rule of seven higher fives means on a scale of one to 10 being 10, being a fantastic manager and a zero being a, not very good at all. <clears throat> a seven will always hire somebody who they feel they can control that they're over. And that is always a five. A six is too, too close. Yeah. An eight is above me, and I can't handle that. Yeah. So they go with a five. A four, they're no good at all, right? So they can't. They a four is too much work. A five is just enough work, and just enough I can have just as much power and rule over you. I know just enough, just yeah. enough more than you do. So that's why, when you see managers not empowering, yeah, it's generally because they are not. They're feeling pretty threatened.
0: Yep. Oh. So
1: no question. You're, you're you're absolutely right. But I think more than ego, for the sake of
0: yeah,
1: is it more than ego for the sake of stroking my own
0: yeah,
1: and less than that, and more for out of fear
0: yeah,
1: out of fear of if that person can do. I mean, could you imagine being? Could you imagine hiring somebody who is ten times better than you? They've proven it's ten times better than you. And they're going to be your assistant. How long is somebody like that going to be your assistant? Probably not very long. They're going to jump over you and probably take your position or the next position above you. And that for anyone, forget ego, it's threatening. Yeah.
0: It's threatening.
1: Definitely. We could
0: probably talk about an hour for that. I have so many thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. No, Um, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, We'll talk
0: about the whale instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So just to conclude that, because I think this is important, because uh, and it 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 requires sort of a, a shift and a a more like current way of leading uh, of uh, thinking about management or leadership. It's about how can we develop good managers. So even if I'm a manager. How can I, you know, succession planning or whatever you call that, right? Whether it's management or leadership, I think a true manager or a true leader, I'm going to keep saying that because my show is Lead That Thing. So (laughs) um, in a manager, the responsibility is to, you know, help them develop those goals. So let's talk about manager, develop their goals and set them up so that they can be successful. It's not about if you develop a great manager I think that's props to you because you've done a great job and and you've brought someone that can actually do that and again I think like you've pointed out the people that don't set you up for success it is a lot of like that insecurities and maybe they just don't know how to do it and that's why I'm thankful we have people like you to help educate in in those lines so yeah
1: Imagine doesn't make sure that you're going for walks in the evening. manager doesn't slap the beer and cigarettes out of your hand at night. Right. Manager really doesn't control your life at all. They you shouldn't. have to do that.
0: Yeah. They, they can't.
1: Shouldn't. They can't. They can't. They're not a parent. Right. They're just no, they're just they're not. just the problem solvers at a job. That's it.
0: Exactly. And um so what you're gonna <laughs> My of tyrant, about- I apologize. What's that?
1: I said my tirade, I apologize.
0: No, that's okay. This is Yeah, this is definitely uh, an interesting topic to talk about. And when you kind of talked about, oh, they don't do this for you. They're not your parent. And it reminds me of the concept of a micromanager. And, you know, those are just not the kind of managers that make you feel good. They do kind of feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to look over your shoulder. Like they feel like a hover parent, right? Like helicopter parent.
1: I'm a a big fan of micromanaging. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> all righty then i really am
1: and uh let me let me say it like this the employee that you hired either has the ability to stay on task or they don't if they don't then you have to micromanage them meaning you have to manage them more than somebody who doesn't need to, need to, that attention and so our job as managers is not to decide this is the type of manager i am mm-hmm. Like it or don't like it, this is how I manage. That's not an effective manager. Right. Effective manager goes, all right, I'd rather not micromanage, but I see that this person can't live without me. Hopefully, it's only going to be for a day. Maybe right. it'll only be for a week. Maybe I'll only have to do it for a year. Yeah. I have to make a decision at some point. Either I continue to micromanage that person, or I replace them with somebody I don't have to micromanage. Mm-hmm. But I don't get the choice over how that employee gets what that employee needs
0: yeah so uh, what you said i see that more so you you see that we can have some healthy debate here right so um i see that more as somebody stepping in and providing the tools or the support for someone who needs it right like when you see someone is not performing you try to help whether it's like a mentoring capacity or whether it's saying like okay here's where's the problem how can i provide you with something that you can get better and you know it's i, I guess it it's how do you view my and maybe it's that the, the word micromanaging how do i look at it and you know it's it can be viewed in a positive light but um i was using it more in like the generic term like someone yeah. who's unnecessarily like hovering over you when it's not needed right but in that situation yes agreed if someone is not performing the first thing a good manager would do would say like okay let me take a look what's going on where are the problems do we need to help you with some um, training can we help you with this can we pair you up with something so they come up with solutions to help them get better or you know you call them like a performance improvement plan they have them in all these companies and kind of see like okay can we really get this employee up to, up to speed and, you know, do what we need or else it's okay. You know um, it's time to make a decision if they're not, if they don't come up to speed, but uh, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that.
1: That's that's how I look at micromanaging is Mm -hmm. it is, it is a nice way of saying that uh, or it's the opposite of saying trust, but verify it's just saying I'm going to verify. And so Mm -hmm. you say trust, but verify. And all of a sudden it sounds better. It's softer. Mm-hmm. It's nicer. It makes me feel better. Like I know he trusts me, but he, it's his job to look, or it's his her job to look.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Um, I like that. I always enjoy the debate good, continues. Yeah. No, I enjoy a good debate. I mean that that. uh that's what makes for, I mean, great conversations and uh, learning too, right? Like I'm hearing your perspectives and we, we may not have perspectives that align, but I think when I think about it, they actually do align. It's just that we are looking at things slightly different, right? Yeah. Um, and our terminologies may be slightly different, but what I'm seeing, what I'm actually pulling out is that, yeah, we are aligned, right? Yeah. We just have yeah. different perspectives yeah okay, so the whale let's let's the whale yeah the
1: good old whale yeah the yeah. the the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard about a whale is how they die, and a mm-hmm. whale doesn't have any natural predators, and so mm-hmm. there's other than you know random fish and night and net, and there are fishermen who who hunt whales, but otherwise there's nothing in the wild that's after a whale, and mm-hmm. so the only way a whale dies is by drowning, mm mm-hmm. They get too old and they get mm-hmm. too big and they get too heavy, and they get too tired
0: mm-hmm. they
1: get tired and that 's what happens to managers, especially brand new managers, where they mm-hmm. try to do everything themselves, mm-hmm. and they take on more and more and more and more and more because they, they it's scary it is super scary, like pit in your stomach, it makes you sick to your stomach to try to tell someone to do something when they don't want to do it it's easy to go you find somebody driving a car go hey keep driving that car well that's easy <laughs> right yeah <laughs> tell somebody who is uh who who works in an office to go clean the bathroom that's mm-hmm. not my job well i need you to clean the bathroom that's hard yeah that's hard and you know people at mcdonald's burger king you know fast food they have that all the time where they have they don't have a janitor they mm-hmm. have 16, 17, 18-year-old kids running the fryer later, the cash register the mm-hmm. drive through, making burgers, and cleaning the bathroom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, John, I need you to clean the bathroom. What? It's not my job. It is hard to tell a 16-year-old, hey, by the way, after you can get done slicing up the lettuce, yeah. I need you to clean the bathroom. Because <laughs> this whole right. time, he thought his job was to, clean, was to shred lettuce. Right. All of a sudden, that's tough. Mm -hmm. That stuff. So you know what a manager, a new manager, does? They go clean the bathroom themselves. (laughs) They go clean the bathroom themselves. I have, I have, I have five rules for managers. So anytime I do a training, I it's always based on these five simple rules for managers, and they are super simple. Managers are not allowed to walk by trash. Mm -hmm. Managers have to be on time. Mm-hmm. Managers have to dress professionally or stand out anyway. Managers have to be good workers. They have to get their work done. And managers have to be visible. You can't be hiding if you're a manager. You can't be stuck in your office with an open door policy hoping somebody brings you a problem. That doesn't work. But those five rules are for anybody, right? Like you want staff to not walk by trash. You want staff to be on time. You want staff to dress appropriately. You want staff to get their work done. You want staff not to hide, right? Those five rules can be universal to anybody. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If you want to be a manager, you want to tell, maybe you're thinking about, hey, I want to be a manager. This is like a little gut check for you. Managers are not allowed to walk by trash and they're not allowed to pick it up. See, that's, that's where the rubber meets the road for a manager because anybody can pick up trash. Anybody can go, I'm going to be the type of person who puts my grocery cart away. I'm going to be the type of person who says, God bless you to somebody. I'm going to be the type of person who doesn't walk by trash. How about trying to be the type of person who doesn't walk by trash, but then doesn't pick it up? Instead, ask somebody, whoever. You're not doing an investigation. You're not going to go find out how long the trash was there, what it was made of, who put it there, who's walked by it till now. Nope, you can't do an investigation. You literally see a piece of trash. You see an employee and you say, excuse me, pick up this piece of trash, please. Think about what that employee is going to say. The pushback. How scary is that? Mm -hmm. That's managing. And that's what a lot of managers, a lot of new managers, have struggled the most with. And that's why they do it themselves. I'll just pick up the trash. I'll just take care of this bottle that's not labeled. I'll just move these boxes over here. I'll take care of the bathroom. I'll do this. All of a sudden, they're taking on so much. They get so heavy, so bogged down, they drown. Mm. And most managers fail in the first 90 days. First new brand new managers, seven out of 10 brand new managers fail in the first 90 days. Think about that. Wow. Mm. Two thirds of all first time managers fail before they're able to uh, put pictures of their kids up in their office. They get this brand new office and they have all this intention of decorating and just adding a photo of the family. They never get a chance to. By the time they bring them in, they look in the box they brought and they put on the floor. They're getting terminated because all they've been doing is to work and they've not done one bit of managing that happens all the time.
0: Mm.
1: All the time.
0: Very interesting
1: management.
0: The word that pops out there is delegation and a couple other things there. Sure. And being comfortable. And that's super hard. Yeah.
1: Delegating is super hard. Easy Um, word to say. easy concept to get man is it hard to do
0: Mm.
1: man yeah again it's easy when it's it's easy when it's great stuff you're delegating
0: yeah
1: hey after you finish eating that pie i need you to go eat that ice cream oh yeah where's the ice cream oh my god i can't can i do it at the same time (laughs) right that's easy delegating you know right right yeah try try giving them two happy jobs
0: right (laughs) it's a mindset being okay with not being popular right Let's get to your book. So you have a book coming out in October. Tell us what is That's that book right. about? called "The." it's called
1: The Good Manager. Being mm-hmm. great is overrated. And it is, there's, being a good manager is the most crucial thing to being a successful manager. And to be a good manager, you have to be, I broke it up into three parts. To be a good manager, you have to be a good person. You have to be mm-hmm. the type of person who follows those five rules. Be the mm-hmm. type of person who gets to work on time. You know, there's nothing worse than a manager who's never on time nothing worse. Mm-hmm. Everybody disrespects a manager who can't get to work on time, mm-hmm. especially if the manager then turns around and writes you up because you weren't, because you were late, right? Like, mm-hmm. And then after being a good person, the next section is on about being good at managing,
0: mm-hmm. being
1: good at managing. Managing is a skill. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest challenges managers, managers, there's a mindset with management that you have to kind of grow into and understand that most of the things you've heard about managing, that you should choose your battles, that micromanaging is bad, that you should never ask anyone to do anything you wouldn't do, that you should praise publicly and reprimand privately. All of those things sound wonderful. And mm-hmm. all of those things will get you fired from being a manager. You can't do any one of those. They're all backwards. They're None yeah. of them are true. They're, they're very, very not true. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> we can talk about that. Oh, and then yeah. and then finally, um, if you want to be a good manager, you can't be evil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, wow. being evil does not work. You know, because I said so does Thank not you. work
0: Thank in you for management.
1: That. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people misread it. And a lot of people think that um, if they push a little harder, if they demand a little more, that's how they're going to get that thing done. And that's... Mm-hmm proven scientifically Mm -hmm. it has the opposite effect right and i just to speak briefly on the idea the subtitle which is being great is overrated there is something really terrible that happens to people in all fields whether it's professional sports or in pilots in 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 military pilots in managers is that as soon as we start thinking we are great we stop being any good we mm. stop doing the work oh, yeah. we stop coming in on time we stop right. staying late we start we stop doing all the things that make us consistent and good we throw them out the window and before you know it we're not any good we're not even close to being great but we thought we were great and so we stopped doing that and man you get yeah
0: humility goes a long way
1: humility yeah. goes a long way yeah a long way Excellent. so the good manager being great yeah. is overrated it comes out in October the good manager Book.com.
0: awesome yeah. So um if people want to reach you yes ralphpeterson.com. Okay. okay
1: yeah perfect. you can find me anywhere on any social media it's still ralph peterson or okay. amazon barnes and noble any okay. bookstore just ask for ralph peterson books and uh, this is my fourth so there's a few titles out there for me about management
0: okay perfect this was such a fun conversation <clears throat> i love it i love uh I loved our little debate session and uh, you know it always makes a conversation that much more interesting right like i i could have just agreed with you on everything or you could have agreed with me on everything and it would have probably made this a little less interesting but now i'm yeah. like okay we're coming from two different perspectives so great yeah thanks for that stimulation early in the morning i love it <laughs> <laughs> we're looking forward to uh your book coming out all the best with that and uh i will put a couple your websites your book website and your website uh in the show notes so people can get a hold of you if they want to wonderful and thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge i really enjoyed this
1: great thank you so much for having me